You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I'm Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded. And, and we've got music in the background. And you're listening to America's <laughs> Web Radio. <laughs> hey, it's live radio, folks. You never know what you're going to hear. So, But today, oh my gosh, with all this stuff going on, can you believe... <laughs> Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, folks. It's live radio. Actually, Roger's got a story coming up as soon as he figures out where his phone is. Okay, sorry about that. Technical difficulty. <laughs> There's a loose nut between the seat and the microphone. There is a loose nut. Between, not this seat and the microphone, but that other seat and the microphone. Over That's there. right. But, uh, but I know you've got some awesome stories coming up today. I do. Well, interesting. I don't know about awesome, but... Yeah. Well, some stories that'll make you go mm-hmm. fascinating, fascinating. Even yes, this is. I. It, it's just. It's almost horrific. Some of these stories. It's insane what's going on. So we'll start with this one. Now I know some of you don't have any love for police officers. We'd like to support them when we can, when they do the right thing. There's so many of them that put their life on the line every day to help defend and support us. Most of them do. Let's just let's be honest. There are millions and millions and millions of millions of cops in this country. I doubt there's millions. All right, there's think? a lot of cops in the country. <laughs> Millions of... Now, of if you're including every Karen out there who reports on her right. neighbors and right. tries to yell at people at the grocery store for not putting the carts back, I maybe mean, we do have millions. There's neighborhood cops. There's... No, HOA cops. HOA cops. Those are the worst. Uh, no, but really speaking, there, there are lots of cops out there, and, and 98% of them, 99% of them are good people. You're right. They try and do a job that most of us would not want to do. Uh, you couldn't pay me enough to get out there and deal with drunken idiots or people abusing spouses and stuff like that. I don't want to get involved with all that mess. Oh, oh imagine, my God. Imagine trying to do it now where if you're a cop and you and you defend yourself, you get fired. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or you so you know, you put yourself in the line of duty and people don't respect your the authority anymore. Nope. They think, Oh, I can do whatever I want. You can't do anything to me. You're just a cop. Yeah. That's all. But in New York Somebody decided they disliked their police officers in New York City enough to where three of them were poisoned with a toxic substance after they ordered food at the local Shake Shack while they were working policing a a protest. That, my friends, is attempted murder. Yes, it was. That's a that's a terrorist activity. Well, that is first degree. You know, we have yes, that's meditated. Yes, that's premeditated because it was premeditated. Yep, that's the worst of the worst. And that's what people are – these are the so-called peaceful protesters. This was on a Shake Shack in Herald Square, right down in the middle of Manhattan. Mm. And apparently three police officers went to get food. They had um, ordered their food, waiting to get it. They started drinking and realized something tasted funny, and apparently someone had put bleach in their milkshakes. That's so they went to the Shake Shack, started questioning all the individuals, and apparently they had set the food off to the side or put it out there, and the police weren't right away there to pick it up, and they think somebody came up and did it before they got there. They apparently have cleared all the Shake Shack employees. Okay, well. So that's good. That's so you, a good thing. Yeah. And now they're just telling them, you know, be extra careful, wait for your food, watch it when it comes up, don't leave it unattended. Because there are people out there, there are cowards out there who are willing to <clears throat> try and poison somebody. Poison is the most cowardly way of attacking somebody. It's yeah. ridiculous. But there are people willing to do it. It's it's crazy. So apparently they, they all three officers had to go to the hospital. They're recovering with apparently no permanent damage from this. 
But it was, I mean, this is just, and the Shake Shack people were horrified to discover this, and they apologize. Everybody there is cooperating completely with the police department. So, but all of them are expected to recover. So, but now, of course, these guys can't even have a meal without coming under attack. That is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and you wonder, how is this going to affect future police officers? Well, you look at what's happening now. You're, you're starting to see officers take early retirement, and that's going to get worse. And you're starting to see recruitment levels for new police drop. officers drop. And, folks, this is, going to, this is a bad road to be on. The crazy thing bad is road. you got to consider the applicants they are going to get now. <laughs> the good guys who really want to serve the public and do good, mm-hmm. they're not going to apply because the public no. isn't with them. Yeah. You're going to get guys who get high on authority, who who have a sadistic tendencies. These are the guys you're going to get applying for a police officer jobs, so it's only going to get worse. We're yeah. forcing the worst possible people into these positions by not allowing the best people to be supported. Yeah, so we'll also um, have to double-check and make sure that, because we got a message that said that the, they may have said that there wasn't bleach. So, but it was something, some, they, they, some toxic substance yeah. they believe. Uh, last hour, that was this morning. They were just coming out with this story. Great. So this is what I got before I was able to get on the air here. So, um, But they said some, you know, they were poisoned with something, So, and they believe it was bleach. And, you know, and, and it's also going to affect um, officers' morale also. Imagine this. How would you want to – how would you the, feel about going to work? What morale? Exactly. If and, you're an officer today, especially after what happened in Atlanta. Um, all right. Where, you know, look, every death is a tragedy. Right. And I, but, I saw the video. I watched that. Um, and he had a taser. Yeah. He fired it. It looks like he hit one of the officers. I'm not sure. Look. Let me tell you. With the taser, though. It doesn't matter. I know. If you take a weapon from a cop or you turn and you fire a weapon of any kind at a cop, you're going to get return fire. That is how they're trained. Right. Now, if you want to have a discussion on on some different kind of trainings, then fine. But don't be mad then if the cops gang up and beat the hell out of somebody who fires at Yeah. <laughs> because one of two things have got to happen. They've either got to protect themselves with a, with their guns or they're going to have to try and overwhelm the assailant in numbers and beat the crap out of them. So, I mean... Well, the funny what, thing is, if, if, if for those of you who have seen it, you've seen the video, the guy was being cooperative the entire yeah. time until they tried to take him in the handcuffs. Until they tried to put him in the handcuffs. Then, of course, I started digging a little deeper and I found out a little bit about this guy's rap sheet. Yeah, well, there's always a rap. Apparently, he had been in prison and let out because of the COVID-19 scare. So he was on early parole because of COVID-19. Well, there you go. He was let out two years early because of that. Mm. So obviously, if he had violated parole by being drunk, driving drunk, he was going right back to jail to finish his two years. You know what? People got to understand, Roger, to that point, um, not only did he have a rap sheet, let's just look at what he was doing. He was... Drunk driving a car. Twice the legal limit. More than twice the legal limit. There's crime number one. He was obstructing a business uh, because he was drunk and asleep in a drive-thru. So apparently he got (laughs) got, uh, hungry, made it to the drive-thru, and then fell asleep. So luckily he didn't kill anybody on his way to the drive-thru. Right. Now what if he had driven out of there and Uh, killed somebody on the way home? That would have been a tragedy, too. That would have been exactly would have been. I would rather have somebody driving drunk get killed 
than have an innocent person get, get killed. killed by the drunk driver. Right. Yeah. That's it. I mean, if I had um, to, it's, it, it's a hard choice to pick and choose like that, but oh, that right. would be the choice well, I'd make every time. Like I said, we, all any death is a tragedy, but if if you got a drunk driver who who you want to leave on the road, I mean, I've heard people say oh, they should have just let him go. Let him go. Well, they had his car, so he That's wasn't driving weird. anywhere. They could have well, been pounded his car, well, let him we, run around. There are people out there that said they should have left him in his car and let him be. There oh no, out no, there no! Saying that and, uh, take him out of his car, but when he ran, ridiculous. let him run. His car's well, sitting there. They had his car. Here's the thing, impound though, the car. But here's the thing: a cop is not trained to let you run from a scene with a weapon. Because right, it was dis- a police if weapon. Dis- if he, di- if he, how? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Discharges the weapon. No, if he, if he took, let's say he went back around and, and took out a cop. Let's say he disabled a cop. Oh right. What does that cop have in his vehicle? An assault weapon and assault shotgun. Right. A police officer cannot allow a criminal that who was a known to criminal, out. yeah, to put not just themselves at risk, but to take the weapons from the cops and put other people at risk. You just yeah. can't do it. I mean, this uh, guy had a reputation that preceded him. I mean, he, he had been in prison for yeah. cruelty to children. Apparently, he had beat some little child so bad he put him in the hospital. You know, yeah. and a lot of people are going, hmm, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Still doesn't deserve to well, die, maybe, but then again, some people are going, yeah. maybe he should have. Well, the media just doesn't do their job. And domestic violence, he's had three or four domestic violence charges against yeah. him. I mean, he oh. was not he was not the, a stand-up citizen. The media would have you believe that he, that he, he and, was a and choir other, boy. And other, <laughs> yeah. Inclu- yes, including, I mean, look, I, you've heard me say what happened to George Floyd is awful, but George Floyd still wasn't a saint. No. Um, now, did he deserve to die? No. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. Conspiracy theory. You ready? I had read this. I can't. Uh, the source was unverifiable, but let's just throw this out there for a little conjecture. There was a story that said George Floyd and what's his name? Chauvin, the cop who killed him, yeah. were involved. Both of them were involved in a club where they were oh, they pushing were. counterfeit yeah. money. Well, I don't know if they were both doing that. And George were, supposedly yeah. was flashing a lot of it. And the people who were providing them with this money said, you need to shut him up. So this was like him just going to kill George Floyd because he needed to shut him up so the whole the whole uh, counterfeit money thing didn't blow up in their faces. Well, see, what you're not being told by the media, and of course you're not being told as or Democrats, is that they they had a relationship. Yeah, they knew the each other. The officer and George Floyd knew each other, and they had a not good past. Right. So, there, look, this is not a case of white versus black. It is a case of a bad cop trying to shut up a guy Who's because a, he didn't like him. A, who was who, so, a bad cop and a criminal working yeah, together working or together. not working together. So, but these are facts that you're not going to hear anywhere else because it doesn't doesn't help the narrative. Now, this comes down to what if you have to defend yourself? You have to consider how the media is going to paint you. Yeah. Every bullet you fire has a lawyer attached to it. When you're firing in a self-defense situation, <laughs> yeah. there's a lawyer strung along with that yeah. bullet, and you've got to know where it's going. Yeah. I was kind of surprised the police fired on the Ray Shard because I, I was, he was in a crowded parking lot with yeah. cars everywhere. So, I thought, that's so I was, scary. <laughs> so I was telling somebody yesterday that I was surprised that he fired three shots at, um, at uh, when he was running. Uh, but it says something to how well trained the city of Atlanta cops are, because all three shots hit 
the, the target. target. Okay, yeah, but um, you know, rule so, four of gun safety: uh, always be sure of your target and what's beyond it. Right, but I'm you have to assume you're going to miss. Right, of course. You Did should. he look and see and what was banned? Were there cars now, sitting there in the parking lot waiting? Right. To get hit? Now they're going to give police more leeway than they would us, the citizens. Right, absolutely. Um, so I would not doubt. look, folks. Um, you know me. I I talk. I will defend myself and my family and friends. But I'm not going to shoot a guy who runs away from me. I may try. I'm now, right. look, I'm pretty fast. So I could probably catch him and beat the hell out of him. But I'm not going to shoot a run. But that's – and you as a citizen, right. now what, just see, don't do it. That's the thing you have to know. I mean, you have your family. You have your home. You have your business. You have property. Yeah. What, what length do you go to defend these things? Right. And think about it. You have to know the you, law in every state. It's different. And, and you as a citizen, you don't have the police union to protect you. You right. don't have all these things that they have. So – so, yeah, and every state, Roger, you are right, is different. So, I mean, a lot of states have the castle doctrine, meaning if somebody breaks into your house, they're fair game, yep. whether they're armed or not. And, and Georgia and Florida both have standard ground laws. Right, too. and I believe Texas has castle yeah, doctrine yeah, as well. I'm sure they do. And there's a few, there's probably about a, a, a dozen other states at least that have that. And there are states that do not. If someone goes into your house and they don't have a weapon or they don't threaten you with deadly force, you're not allowed to shoot them. You just have to let them take what they want. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. That's why I, I mean, don't live in libtard states. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's that'd be one good reason not to. But that's something you need because to be aware I, of if you have I, a weapon. I believe if you break into someone's house, you should first be bit by a dog. A big dog. A big dog, hopefully. <laughs> big you should dog. be bit, yes. <laughs> then you should, the owner should have it away with you. That's right. And I don't mean in a good way. Yeah, let's see how far that shot. How long is that shotgun barrel? <laughs> exactly right. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, right. Man. But, I mean, that's something everyone has to consider. And let me tell you one more quick fact before we go to a break. These last few months have seen over 2 million brand-new gun owners come to ownership of their first weapons. Wow. So there's over 2 million people. That's what they've got registered so far. Yep. Private sales may change that a little bit the other way, but over 2 sign. million new people have got guns that have never had them before. That's so, good, all right, good, we're going to come back sign. in just a minute and talk about that a little bit more because I think that has some interesting repercussions. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is Locked and Loaded, and I'm Roger B. with my special guest, Victor Armendariz. This is Dr. Susan Blank, Medical Director for the Atlanta Healing Center. Our team is able to offer a multitude of treatment options, such as quantitative EEG, also known as brain mapping, hormonal and nutritional assessments, neuropsychological testing, and cognitive therapy, along with traditional 12-step facilitation. And we can even offer you, if appropriate, a gentle medically managed detox. Please contact us at 770-696-9862. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. We're back. And just before we left for the break... 
We were talking about over 2 million new gun owners in the United States. And I'm thinking, that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Let's hope that these people are responsible. If you're listening and you're a new gun owner, know your local laws. Get some training if you don't already have some. Learn the four rules of gun safety, which I could recite in a minute, but I have to think about it for a second. But, you know, basically keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Mm-hmm. Treat every gun as if it's loaded. Be aware of your target and what's beyond it. And don't point a gun at anything you don't intend to shoot. Pretty good rules to live by, always. And if you remember those, even if you have an accident, it's less likely to be a horrific accident. And you may end up killing a couch or a TV or, a, you know, something like that or an easy chair. But, you know, try not to kill anything you don't intend to kill. Yes, that would be good practice. You know, I mean, you know, you don't want to go. Now, if you want to go in there and kill vegetables, I've seen it done. I saw a watermelon explosion this week. That was outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, target shooting is a blast, and I recommend it for everyone, especially if you're looking to – if you're one of those new gun owners out there or you're looking to get your carry permit, then definitely go make sure you get some training and go do some target shooting. Go learn how – look, folks, the gun will react – first of all, depending on the type gun you have and depending on how it fits your hand is going to determine – will make differences on how you fire it. Right. Uh, Ideally, you want to be able to shoot a gun before you buy it. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Ideal situation. Yeah. Sometimes that's not always possible. But if you go to a local range and they have rental guns, by all means, spend their 10 or 20 bucks or 50 bucks. You're yeah. buying you're buying something that you're going to use to defend your life and your family's yeah. lives with. It's worth spending 50 bucks to check it out and yeah. make sure you're getting what you need. It's like buying a helmet for your head when you're riding a motorcycle. Don't buy the $20 helmet. Right. Unless, buy the hundred dollar. Unless you have a twenty dollar head, yeah. then by all means. <laughs> yeah, by all means, buy that twenty. Yeah. But you know, it's not always the price of the gun necessarily, but there are different features. There are different fits of hand and things like that. Different ways gun react. A gun will react. Some guns have a little snappier recoil. Some now, have less. It's in regards to price about guns. I will say this: if you're looking for a, an everyday carry, that that that's what you're going to use to protect yourself, then. Definitely go shoot some guns, do your research, because some are definitely better than others. Right, right. And also, you know, but most guns today are fairly reliable. They're pretty durable because the machining techniques, the computer design has all taken gun design to a whole new level where it wasn't 50 years ago. So most of them are going to be pretty decent. And you want to carry something that you're not going to cry if you get a scratch on it either. You know, you don't want to spend $2,000 on some super collectible oh, yeah. weapon that you want to carry with you, and it's right. like, and you're going to cry if it gets scratched or gets a little holster yeah. rub on it. Again, if it's your airy, everyday carry, then yeah. Of course, if you want to carry one of those, go right ahead. You know, right. I admire yeah. somebody's willing to drop a couple grand on a carry gun. But you're going to end up scratching it, you're going to do some stuff to it. So. But it's a tool. You know, you spend money on tools, you use yeah. them, you scratch them, it happens. That's I true. wouldn't say to abuse them, but definitely use them. Right. So... And you may just have to load up. You may have to lock and load a little more because there are arsonists, apparently in California, that are targeting homes that are displaying American flags. So you people out there in California that want to wave a flag, make sure you get plenty of spitballs and slingshots. (laughs) Nerf bullets. And nerf bullets. (laughs) Can you even buy a paintball gun in California? I don't know. Probably with a permit and a 20-day waiting period, (laughs) a training course. Well, I don't know. Now, this article came from a place called Zero Hedge by a gentleman who calls himself Tyler Durden. <laughs> For those of you who have seen Fight Club, you know yeah, this is no, not his real name. Yeah, yeah. 
but apparently at least four homes were targeted in the Sun Garden neighborhood Saturday morning. Some of these left nothing more than a charred pole. Sometimes the people came out and saw the flags on fire, were able to put them out before it caught their house on fire. So be aware, these people are so... I don't know if it's anti-American or just anti-establishment or they just trying to cause trouble, but there are people out there who are willing to set your house on fire to prove a point. Yeah. Be aware of this and know. I mean, this to me would seem like a threat of life and limb if well, they're trying to burn your house. It's typical for a tyrannical type government or Antifa. Uh, some I mean the, the fascist, uh, yes, the anti-First Amendment people. Some of these protesters out there, uh, and I use protesters in quotations, uh, air quotes. Uh, this is the tactics that have been used throughout history by tyrannical governments and fascist intimidation and, and fascist and leaders. Yes, and, yep, that's what they're so doing. They're trying to happen to you. They're trying to intimidate you into taking your American flags and into not yeah. expressing pride they in your you country. That's right. And there are people in California who are taking their flags down because they're afraid. Right. And it's like Trump stickers. It's all, that's not people don't do. want to have a Trump sticker on their yeah. car because they think, ah, someone might scratch my yeah. car when I'm not there. It's terrible. And it's bad that you can't express your opinion without being afraid yeah. for your property by or your the, life. By the tolerant left. Oh, they're not, not even close to tolerant. Come on. Uh, Look at their history. Look, folks, I would tell you, fly your flag, and if you're in California, get bricks, get rocks, get whatever you need to defend your property. Yes. Now, you can't buy a gun in California. It's not illegal. <laughs> it's a rare occasion. <laughs> you can't buy. You can't You can't carry one in California, yeah. hardly, unless you're outside of Los Angeles County. Or you're part of the Hollywood elite. It's easier. Yeah. You, then, then you have security guards yeah. who pay special money to get special favors. And yeah. all the politicians out there, Diane Feinstein has a carry permit because she's special. Oh, very special. She's more important than you. Yeah, but it was funny because now these people are afraid to even fly an American flag. They're intimidating these people into not being proud of their country because they're trying to set fire to their flags that are attached to their houses. They're trying to burn their house down, basically. This is ridiculous. I mean, this is the type of crime that is purely politically motivated and a purely terroristic act. You're not doing this just because you're mad at somebody. You're trying to you're trying to intimidate somebody into not being proud of their country or to flying a flag. It's this is insane. But this is what it's coming to now. I mean, and the fact that police officers are being intimidated not to act on these terrorists and these arsonists make it even harder for people who have to defend themselves. When you have that gun, you're going to have to make split de- split second decisions as to whether you shoot or not. And you have to decide, are you being threatened? Is your life being threatened? Is your property being threatened? And where do you draw the line? If someone's trying to set fire to your house, I would think that would be that would be a threat to your life and your family's life and everything, especially if they're sleeping inside or they're inside the house and someone tries to burn your house down. That would seem like a good cause for that. But I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, and every state is going to vary. So be aware of your state laws. And make sure if you do shoot, make sure of your target and what's beyond it. Don't shoot at some guy in your front yard and end up killing your neighbor. That would not be good. That would not be good. Because <laughs> that's where the lawyer attached to the bullet comes in. It comes in, yeah. And and once again, if you leave said liberal states and you go to a red state, do not take liberal voting habits with you. That's right. If you're trying to escape something in a liberal state, don't come here yeah. and make it the same way. Exactly. So or or a, wherever you are. Don't go to a conservative state and make it the same right. way. This is just a service announcement <laughs> from Locked and Loaded. Because it seems as if most of the more conservative cities tend to have a handle on the rioters and arsonists a little bit better. 
You know. Apparently, we even have a handle on COVID nineteen better. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it. Oh man. But this is something you got to be aware of now. Even if you're a gun owner, be aware. Someone may try and set your house on fire if you have an American flag it's out there. Because you have a flag. I'm like, this is, it's crazy what's going on, and everybody needs to be aware of this. And you 2 million new gun owners, get some training. Work with somebody. I don't want you to buy a gun, load it, throw it in a nightstand, and never look at it again. And unfortunately, that happens to so many weapons that are purchased. People think, oh, I know how to do it. It's easy. You just pull the trigger, and that's it. Shooting a gun is difficult enough. Shooting a gun accurately is even harder than that. Then you add the pressure of someone breaking into your house or assaulting your home or assaulting your family, and then you try and shoot accurately with a gun that you're not familiar with, chances are you're going to miss. I know it's funny because people say, oh, you're so close, you're never going to miss. I've seen people miss at three yards away. A man-sized target. It happens. <laughs> it does happen. It's and that's people who don't have any training, and they think something's wrong with the gun. And then I grab the, I take the gun, take the gun from, I take the gun myself, fire three rounds, center mass, and go. Nope, it's not the gun. Then you start working on their grip, their finger control, their trigger discipline. You start working on the fundamentals that help make them a better shot. And it's amazing how much you can improve with just a short range session. Yep. I mean, this is something you're going to use to defend your and your family's life. Take the time to learn how to use it. Especially nowadays when we're going to lose police officers. Response time is going to be even worse. That's right. You're, um, you, more you, than ever, are going to be your own first your responder. first responder is going to be you. Yes, That's absolutely. Right. Don't. I mean, it's, you're going to have cops now that are going to find reasons not to answer calls. Right. Because of the fear that they have for their life, for their job. It'll, it'll be in the wrong neighborhood, yeah. or it'll be, you know, somewhere where they go, well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm on a break. I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be tough, Sad. and you're going to be responsible for more and more time between you making a call and having a police officer, offer, officer arrive, yep. if they even bother coming. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, we're going to get to the point where, at least in red states, where these idiot criminals attempt to do these things in red states – where the ambulance will probably get to the house before the cop does. Right. The ambulance in the corner will arrive first. So now that there's no police officers and you have to shoot somebody, what are you supposed to do with the body? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking for some. <laughs> That's right. Uh, a friend How often of mine. are we going to hear that pretty soon? <laughs> yeah. Or you call the police, officer, uh, police station. Help, I'm being robbed. Oh, we're on our way. We're sending thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> we're sending out thoughts. And, well, it's like I said earlier. I said earlier on my show today, what's going to start happening is phone calls are going to go into 911, and the operator is going to go, thank you for calling 911. Um, since you voted to defund your police department, we're going to transfer your call to the Office of Peace and Unicorns. Right. And we'll assign a social worker to yeah. deal with your trauma yeah. as soon as it's Don't over. Don't worry. Well, a tax <laughs> Payer-funded psychologist and social worker will be at your house soon. After the uh, attack has finished and taken place, once things are safe again, we will send somebody in. Yeah, Yeah, if you survive, we will have plenty of uh, counseling available for you. (laughs) I tell you, you liberals, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, I think, you know, even most liberals, I don't think, want to see police departments defunded. Well, I would say maybe sensible... Independent, maybe independent leaning Democrats, but your whack job. Oh, the hardcore left Democrat socialists out there wants to defund the police. And and I'm telling you, be careful what you wish for, because a criminal 
isn't always as dumb as you think they are. They're not right. going they to spend, come to a house where they think they're going to get pushed. They right. spend they're, they spend a lot of effort. Yeah, they're going to go to the areas to where they feel crimes. less likely to be shot at, or a criminal is going to take the road uh, less traveled all the time. Or, or yeah, the they're going to go for the easiest time. time. Easiest so they're going to find target. easy targets, yep. and that easy target is going to be you, the snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who doesn't, who has a no guns more peace. Yeah, the guy on that, he's going to be the first one to be yeah. attracting criminal elements because they're going to go, hmm, hmm, no guns? Oh, good. He probably has stuff here. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned it before we go to break. Just like we've said before, Roger, if you're so, so hell-bent on no guns, then put the sign in front of your house that says, this is a gun-free zone. That's right. And see how criminals react to that, as they usually do. All right. You're listening to America's Web Radio. I'm Roger B. on Locked and Loaded with Victor Armendariz. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back for one more segment. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Probably two more segments. Two more segments. No, this is the next one. We're going to do one more, and then we're going to do another one after that. I got you. Okay, whatever. (laughs) We'll be here until they tell us to go home. (laughs) Radio talk. Oh, well, (laughs) with our luck. (laughs) It'll be in five minutes. It'll be in five (laughs) minutes. I've almost been fired so many times, it's hard to count. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not as good with watching my language as I should be. But anyway, okay, now for all you people who live in states where you think, I'm going to order my gun online and get it shipped to my FFL, I don't care where I am, I'm going to defend myself. Well, let me tell you something that's come out now. Good luck with it. The truck drivers' unions and truck drivers are saying they will not deliver to cities with defunded police departments. So, I got news for the new newly developed nation of Chaz. You won't be getting delivery. <laughs> Amazon will not be coming there. <laughs> Say your little precious coffee deliveries and your Starbucks deliveries. Oh, did you see their Amazon? list of stuff they wanted? Of course. Oh my God! So now some, they want a barter. Some girl put a plea out there for Evian water because she's allergic to Dasani. Well, too damn bad. You should have thought about that before. You have water you coming out of that faucet. The of Chaz. Chaz or no? Now it's called Chop. Oh, Chop, right. Chop, Chaz. I heard they went to Chop, and then they went back to Chaz. (laughs) Oh, did they? internal fighting between the the new warlord, who used to be a former rapper, 
and and the rest of the people there. Now they're all yeah. It's, the rest of the animals, the Lord of the, the Flies, taking place in real life, right there in front of our face. And I hear they're going to people's homes and businesses if they're still in that area, yeah, and they're yeah. demanding they're, stuff from them. They're extorting, and if they don't get it, they go in and they ransack the place yeah. with armed people, and they take what they want. Yep, that's the uh, the warlord that's. Uh, Oh, this is a much better system than having cops following actual laws (laughs) and having the occasional mistake. Here, the rule is rather go in and take what you want or destroy people's lives and property. You you Democrats out there that make fun of all of us who uh, hold up the Constitution and revere the Constitution, why don't you move to Chaz? Just for a week or two, go move to Chaz. And do it soon because the country of Chaz ain't going to be there for too long. Yeah, we need to get a travel agent involved in this. We need to have somebody having vacation packages to Chaz. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. Take a tour bus of the whole six-block area. In fact, why don't we move the nation of Chaz to an an island and just let the nation of Chaz have at it? Yeah, and hope it doesn't tip over. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's there's a little dig for Mr. Johnson there. Oh, Hank Johnson, you more. I mean, uh, Hank Johnson, you, you revered uh, you congressman, just nice congressman, <laughs> you. <laughs> Jeez, I think a uh, you know, I think a second grader would know better than to think an island could tip over. You would think you he. You I wonder, think. does he think it's an iceberg? Can I you think, I think, <laughs> just roll I really around in the do water. Think Hank Johnson really must have confused an iceberg. Did he think it was tied with ropes mean, down to the ground? You know, it, 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 it makes me wonder several, a lot, That's just of what goes through the head of Hank Johnson. Yeah. But anyway, so if you're sitting in one of these areas where there, where you want to defund police departments, keep in mind, you may not get trucks coming through there to deliver anything to you. That's right. And you're thinking, oh, well, they'll have to do it. No, they no. won't. No, they won't. Um, Still, is the army of Chaz going to force? <laughs> force them? Yes. No, I don't think so. And truck drivers are often the targets of these violent protesters yeah. for some reason. Yep. I don't know why. Why would, why would a truck driver want to go? Right. Why would he things? risk his load, his life, his I, possible livelihood if he owns a truck? Why would he risk it going to an area where there's lawlessness? I don't even think the – you know, I, I say we go to Guatemala and Honduras and Nicaragua and we start a new caravan – and let's take them straight to the, the nation of Chaz. That's right, though. <laughs> I don't is, think they would come. There's a hundred. Yeah, they go, oh, no. No oh, bueno. No, no bueno. No <laughs> bueno. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to get emails for that. But that's, that's okay. okay. You send them to hey, Victor I'm, at <laughs> AmericasWebRadio.com and Roger at AmericasWebRadio.com. I'm bilingual. I speak English and bad English. And bad English. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, they've, uh, you know, the truck drivers, like I say, in 92, they beat that truck driver yeah, beyond. Yeah, I mean, he's no, he can't walk anymore. He can barely speak. It's terrible. Yeah. And yet the three guys who did it were caught on video. Mm-hmm. They know who they were. The truck driver did nothing to them, yeah. and they got off scot-free. Yep. They were able to basically cripple this guy for life yeah. and destroy his livelihood. It's- and they got video. off scot-free. They took a brick, smashed it to his head, to a guy who did nothing but drive his truck. Yeah, now they, they polled over thir- almost 1,300 drivers, and 80% of them said they will refuse loads to cities with disbanded or defunded police departments. 
So keep that in mind as you want to defund your police departments. Can you live without your Amazon deliveries, your eBay deliveries, exactly. your, uh, your, your shopping your channel shop, deliveries, your, your whatever Starbuck it is? Starbucks deliveries because your Starbucks store in there is going to have to close because it's not going to get It's not going to get any coffee, no creamer, no nope. pumps of maple syrup or I mean. whatever creamer or cinnamon or whatever yeah, kind of flavoring you want to put in your coffee. How on earth are the people of Chaz going to sit in their cry closet with some kind of frappuccino. With no coffee, no I cigarettes. Mean, I, they're not going to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, they're no asking for cigarette. cigarettes and lighters, too. I was like, yeah, no cig- yeah. how are cigarettes a let's, demand you need? Let's give them lighters so they can burn some more stuff. Yeah, they're already proving to be pretty good arsonists with whatever uh, they had. Look, I wouldn't put it past that idiot mayor out there. who. Uh, oh, it's just them. a block party. It's a block yeah, party. it's just a block party. It's a festival. It's a poetry festival. It's a commune. <laughs> yeah, well... I wouldn't put it past that idiot mayor. She's probably going to try and send them marijuana and send them whatever else. Yeah. Needles. Well, you know, you send them enough marijuana, it might work. Because they'll get all stoned and just walk in there and take it back. <laughs> just take it back. Hand out bags of chips and away you go. Well, <laughs> well you, what you do is you get them all, well, let them get all stoned, and then outside their borders will be dangling bags of chips and <laughs> snacks and hot dogs, and they'll just come out one by one. <laughs> Tice them out. <laughs> they'll just put a, put a little <laughs> chips on a string and follow right to the paddy wagon. But keep in, keep in mind, if they do defund police departments and truck drivers won't deliver there, or 80% of them won't, the 20% that do are going to get a lot more money because you're going to have yeah. to draw from a lot less number of truck drivers, and those guys are going to want a lot more money. So suddenly, when so, your quarter pounder goes up to 7 or $8 because it takes a lot to deliver it there. Your mocha grande chino frappa whatever is going to be $20. $20 <laughs> with a side of nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I mean, no one's going to deliver there. Insurance oh, is going to be higher. Man. No one's going to can't. They, no one's going to be able to afford to live in those in those areas. Yeah, defunded police department is probably going to make yeah. those cities ridiculously expensive to live in, which oh, will cause I, people to move. I tell you, it's. Uh, I really do think a backlash is coming. It's, these people are. They may not all go vote for Republicans, but they're not going to go vote for Democrats. Uh, they may sit at home. This, right. this is going to be quite the election. Now I've heard that the U-Haul. Guys are super busy booking trucks out of Minneapolis right now, <laughs> and they'll pay. They'll pay nicely to move if one you'll back take in. Take one to Minneapolis. <laughs> oh no! But just when you thought it was just the police battling these guys, there's a story out on the 13th. Patriots bikers plan a retake of Chaz in Seattle. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so they're heading off. They're going to go I'd on, like, of course, July 4th. I'd how like appropriate. To be, I'd like to be part of that ride. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Man. So since since July 4th was Independence Day, they're going to go try and take back the part of the United States that Chaz or Chop or Chino or Chino whatever his name is. Whatever they're calling themselves. Well, this is going to be fun to watch, and I want a front row seat. I don't know how... Well, if the police aren't responding to any calls in this Chaz country, mm. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be met. Will they be met with any resistance? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. This would be well, something for reality TV needs yeah, to handle on this. Hollywood needs to get out there with cameras right away because if these bikers do show up, you know these these morons in Chaz, including the warlord rapper that's running things over there for for now, uh, because he does have opposition. Um, I'm sure they'll. Oh, there's try. somebody running against him. Uh, it'll, <laughs> it'll get violent. Uh, mobs know nothing but violence, and uh, right. 
That's how they gain their uh, but power. They're going to lose, and they're going to lose badly. Yeah, because I imagine I, the look, Patri- I, Patriots and the bikers. There's probably a lot of veterans and former oh, police absolutely. officers in that crowd. They're, they don't just need guns. They can beat the snot out of these people. <laughs> and uh, I don't think the citizen of Chaz is very well trained. Uh, so it would be funny. I, you know, I hope it doesn't come to that. Honestly, as I said before, Roger, I'd kind of like to see this play out. I don't think it's going to last more than a month. I mean, uh, yeah, without cigarettes and coffee, they're going to die soon anyway. <laughs> I say just that. shut off the uh, phone towers <laughs> to that area. <laughs> yes, maybe we'll just start shutting powers. When they phone. when they can't stream anything, they're just <laughs> going to go home. <laughs> oh my gosh, kill their internet and their cell phones! Holy cow! You want to end this, the nation of Chaz real quick? Do I know, that. but do they that. can't video stuff and take pictures you, and stream everything on social you, media. Um, What's the point if no one knows? If no one knows, yeah, um, they will go nuts. That you would know, seem like an easy way to you, take care of this. The show South Park. There was a character. I think his name was Tweak. Oh, Tweak! Yeah, always uh, nervous. His parents own. His parents owned the coffee they shop. Owned the coffee shop, and so he was so high on caffeine, he was constantly shaking, and, and he was anxiety ridden. That is going to be the people of <laughs> Chaz. They're going to need something. But they actually posted the event on Facebook. The bikers, okay. The, pa- oh, the gotta, Patriot Biker Group that. says they will not break any laws, but just remove the problems that have bound Seattle to the agenda of the communist socialist groups. <laughs> Their aim is to take back that zone for America. <laughs> oh, I got to And this is on Facebook. Oh, here, here, here's it. the actual Facebook post. On July 4th, Independence Day, a coalition of patriot groups, all who want to join are going to retake the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone for America. Antifa members are illeg- illegally occupying public property and terrorizing small businesses in the neighborhood. American patriots have agreed to come together again, remove the barricades, illegally obstructing, obstructing traffic, and free the people in the zone. You do not need a bike to join, and all patriots with all vehicles are welcome to come to this event. Oh, there you go. You, well, you've got your invitation. You know where I want to be on the 4th of July. Oh. Man, let me see. See, gosh, it's just so... I might have to figure out a way to get to Seattle. Oh, wait, there's more. We're not going to hurt anybody, break any laws. We are simply going to tear down the illegal barriers on public property, clean up the mess these communist kids made, and return (laughs) to the police station over to the Seattle Police Department control. There you go. This is going to be interesting. This will be fun. The staging area will be Seward Park. The parking lot can handle roughly 10,000 bikes easily. Well... I would like to be there, and I really want Hollywood to be there. You're not going to get better filming than this. This is this would be a great reality show. show. Oh my gosh, this would be the best reality show ever. It would be one that I would watch. Oh, here's this Raz Simone. That's the quote unquote warlord of Seattle's recently (laughs) occupied Capitol Hill autonomous zone. Former rapper. (laughs) Yep. Oh, maybe. No, he's a current rapper, apparently. Okay, he may be a rapper, but now he's a warlord. He's a rapper with big words and a nasty attitude. (laughs) Sounds a bit like Somalia, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it does. Wow. Let's bring all the worst parts of third world countries to America. (laughs) To America, yeah, in Seattle, downtown. Hey, look. look, They don't call it the left coast for nothing. (laughs) These liberal cities deserve what they give themselves. And this wasn't even where the whole thing started. It started in Minneapolis, but they, you know. Actually, this is this. Oh, no. This is, yeah, this is not in Minneapolis at all. Wow. Hmm. Crazy. 
So there will now, be there will be fireworks on July Fourth. <laughs> yes, there will be, and uh, they, this this could be like I said, it's going to be the best reality show. I just hope that there's someone there to film it. Mm-hmm. Let's say anti anti five BLM will be in for some fireworks on the fourth. Will, with the well-known strength of bikers, be enough to make the insurrectionists pick up and leave? Antifa goons should watch out. Bikers well, are tough. <laughs> I don't know if the store insurrection will leave, but I do believe... No. Oh, bad radio host. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can tell you that uh, this is oh, going to be fun boy. to watch. Hopefully this will pan out before and then. They only have a... they got a couple of weeks to maybe let this thing fizzle out before they get there. If not, July 4th is going to be one hell of a fireworks show. You know, this could be better than the Independence Day movies. That's right. Well, we mean, don't need aliens. We don't have aliens, <laughs> but we have the nation of Chad. We have local communists. <laughs> the local and communist chapter rapping. Raz Simone, uh, the rapper. Warlords. <laughs> Rapping warlords. There you go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and this is Locked and Loaded. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it, and you'll love having one in your shop. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. The next story I have is going to be kind of weird because a lot of parents are going to be able to relate to this. I'm sure any parent who's had some child in school has realized when they let schools out and decided to do virtual learning, all parents had to learn how to use Zoom or Skype or whatever, you know, uh, virtual system the school was using to get kids back in a virtual classroom with teachers or with other students and be able to have a meeting or be able to talk to other students or interact with teachers directly. And this seems like, a you know, the use of technology to help education always seems like a good idea. However, there are some teachers who decided to take it upon themselves to act as law enforcement officials as well as teachers. And you may wonder, how could that happen? Well, apparently a teacher was looking at one of the child's 
rooms that he was sitting in when he was on a Zoom, when he was in a Zoom classroom, and discovered she saw, she she filed a report to call that she had seen a BB gun on the wall behind the student during the class video call. Oh my God, a BB gun in an 11 year old's room. Oh my God, how weird is that? Well, apparently this is Baltimore County, Maryland. So of course. The gun laws there are very strict. So she called the police, told them to go to this kid's house, a fifth grader, because he had a BB gun hanging on his wall behind him during the Zoom virtual classroom. Now, the boy's mother, Courtney Lancaster Sperry, was a Navy veteran. Is warning, and she's warning other parents about the privacy, the privacy invasion of privacy during virtual classes. Keep this in mind, because almost every kid in America who's been in a virtual classroom has teachers looking in on where they are. Now, most of you probably don't even think about what's in the background behind the camera when you have your child in front of a camera in a Zoom classroom, and apparently. Miss Sperry didn't either. She just figured, you know, the kid's in his room. He's got stuff in his room that 11-year-old boys have. A BB gun was one of them, and she didn't think anything of it. But this teacher took it upon herself to call the police on him <clears throat> because they saw a BB gun in his room. Actually, it was, a, oh, a concerned parent and two teachers. It was proper, Apparently, this gun was locked in a rack behind him, so it was properly stored. With a Red Rider BB gun and other BB guns in the background. He was not holding them. He never pointed them at anybody. He never pointed at them. He was doing his lesson face-to-face with his teachers on this virtual system, and these were just in the background. And this teacher decided, she called the principal, and the principal decided they were going to call the police and ask that the home be searched. <laughs> so keep this in mind. If your kids are in virtual classrooms, keep in mind how much... You're letting teachers into your life. And these teachers apparently think they are now law enforcement officials as well and think they know what's best for your kids at home or the classroom. Now, granted, you cannot bring a gun to school. We know that, BB gun or otherwise. But the fact that it was in a home where apparently the kid had permission to have it and with a Navy veteran as a mother, I'm sure he was given proper instruction in how to use it and how not to use it. And, uh, oh, it's just this is crazy. That this is happening. So be aware. I mean, this is something that's going to get worse, too, because as the COVID scare goes on, more and more classrooms are going to be made virtual. And more and more people are going to be looking into your house, into your home, into your rooms, and they're going to be seeing everything that's in there. So be cautious. Make preparations. Hang a big white sheet up behind wherever your child is and just write on it. What's behind this is none of your business. Make sure... They make make sure you, you, you have taken precautions to hide anything that may be offensive to somebody. You may have an American flag that's offensive to somebody. Some teachers may not like that. You may have a communist flag, which other teachers may find offensive. I mean, this goes both ways. It doesn't have to just be about gun control or about, you know, uh, you know religious items can be there. I mean, who knows? <clears throat> Now, the 11-year-old in question is a Boy Scout pursuing the rank of Eagle Scout. And he's a, apparently he's an outdoors kind of, you know, boy kind of kid. And his parents said he's allowed to own guns. In addition to the BB guns, she said her son is training his archeries and enjoys shooting his airsoft gun. So, obviously, this woman was shocked when the police pulled up in front of the house. And they had no idea what was going on because there had never been any legal trouble here before. So, she didn't know what to think. Now, she said the police officers were very nice. They explained to me they were coming to the address 
to address an issue with my son's school. And then explained they were there to search for weapons in the home. She consented to let him in, and then she stood there while the police officers entered her 11-year-old son's bedroom. And the officers that were son were appalled at the call, even commented that they that the setup my son had for the guns was showed respect for the weapons and showed they were properly stowed. So, I mean, even the police don't want to have to do this kind of thing. But unfortunately, politicians are running police departments. And that's why I think you see a lot of police officers wanting to get out of the the business right now because they're no longer serving the public good. They're being used as revenue collectors. They're being used as Gestapo to push agendas of people who are in charge of them. And a lot of them know the laws better than the people, the politicians who are there. Politicians are supposed to be lawmakers. They're supposed to know the law. No laws were broken, and yet they called the police on some child for not breaking a single law. Now, imagine how violated you would feel if police come into your house, start searching the house for something, find it, tell you why they're there, and then you realize you didn't do anything wrong. It was just some teacher's opinion that your child shouldn't have a BB gun that caused the police to come there. Yeah, should she have refused to let the cops come into her house without a search warrant? Maybe, but you know what? It's As we've seen in the past, it's always better to comply with police officers than to irritate them and vex them and cause them to go through any additional steps. Because think about it. You know, if you comply, usually things go a lot smoother, a lot easier. And apparently, in this case, the, the police didn't even want to be there. And the teacher took a screenshot of the boy's bedroom, which is kind of creepy anyway. I mean, you got to realize you're letting these people into your home when you have virtual learning. So this is only going to get worse because as of now, a lot of places are not even going to be reopening schools next year. And this includes college campuses, too. So if you're a college campus and you're a hunter and you're working from home and you have guns in the background, you could have a professor call the police on you because you have guns in the background of your, you know, in your room or wherever you happen to be, in your basement, in your in your trophy room. Who knows? But... Virtual learning is going to be open up a whole new can of worms for privacy. And it's going to be difficult to determine where to draw the lines. And apparently here we've seen the lines will be drawn by the teachers, by the principals, by the people in charge of the school. And as most of us know, they tend to be anti-gun, anti-American even in some cases, as with the changing of history books. A lot of these people just want to push a communist agenda. They want to be in control of your child's education, in charge of his, his moral raising, and they don't want the parents to get in the way of their indoctrination. But so just be aware that's, that's happening now. Don't let it happen to you. <clears throat> now we're going to run up to Chicago real quick. <clears throat> the mayor of Chicago has made a plea for her people. Mayor Keene has said, please do not protect yourself with guns. Well, what are we supposed to use, Mayor Keene? I mean, you, you're in charge of one of the most violent cities in the entire country. <laughs> People get shot there every single weekend. In fact, you just had one of the deadliest weekends since 1961. More people shot, more people killed than there have been in any weekend since 1961. Just to let you know, that was almost 60 years ago since they've had this kind of violence. 
<clears throat> and let me tell you something. Criminals don't care. They don't obey laws. You're the one who needs to obey the laws. And they have some of the strictest gun control laws in the country, in, Ch- in the Chicago area, and yet still, they're one of the deadliest cities when it comes to illegal murders and illegal shootings. <clears throat> so just be aware of this. This is going to be something that's, you know, these these anti-gun Politicians are going to push their agenda. They're going to try and get everybody else to fall in line with what they want. Now, the thing, the biggest thing is, she's telling you don't pick up arms and try to be the police. If there's a problem, call nine one one. Show strength and do not take matters into your own hands. Now, I bet she has armed security guards around here twenty four seven. I bet she never has to call nine one one because she's got somebody within shouting distance of her with a gun everywhere she goes, especially in a city like that. I mean, she didn't want people to to shoot anybody, to kill anybody to uh, <clears throat> for any reason. It's like, if you're defending your family, there's nothing you won't do to do that. And I love people who will tell you, oh, you're just, you care more about your property than you do about someone's life. And I'm thinking, if someone breaks into my house, they care more about my property than they do about their own life. Because I'll tell you something, that door that was locked, that you kicked in, was not there to protect me from you. <laughs> Quite the opposite. You break through that door, you're going to have a world of hurt on your hands. And I'm sure everybody who's ever taken a self-defense class or has thought about the possibility knows that there is no length they won't go to to protect their lives, their families' lives, and their home and their property. You know. Now, granted, if a guy steals a chainsaw out of your garage and he's running away with it... Can't really shoot that guy, or at least you shouldn't. He's stealing property, yes, but he's no longer causing a threat. He's running away. He's trying to get some space. So watch out. Now, I know there was a case of this uh, many years ago, and a judge threw it out and said, nope, he was stealing from somebody, not guilty, and released the guy who shot the guy stealing a chainsaw. But in a lot of more liberal places, you cannot defend your property. In fact, you can't even stand your ground in your own home. You have to evacuate before you shoot somebody who's breaking into your house. Now, I hope you don't fall into this trap. I hope you don't live in a place where they don't respect your right to the castle doctrine, where your home is your castle and you defend it with whatever means necessary. But, you know, it's just be aware of this. Be careful. Here it comes. They're coming for the guns. They don't want anybody to get shot. They only want the criminals to do the shooting. So, also... Mayor Keene, or no, this is, uh, this is, well, that's the governor? Oh, yeah, that was Chicago's mayor. Okay, this is, uh, <clears throat> she was also, they were, she was angry. 46 residents got shot, four fatally. And what is she ranting about? The fact that people are having parties, that they're violating social distancing. And she's saying, we're going to follow social media. We're going to find you. We're going to, we're going to catch you. We're going to arrest you. There's nothing that you can do. So, you know, she was more concerned that people were violating social distancing and going to parties than she was that 46 people got shot in one weekend. This lady, and then when it comes to getting a haircut, she was she was getting a haircut. Even though no one else in the city is allowed to, she says because she's in the public eye, because she's on camera so much, she has a right to do that. While well, you do not. You are not as important as she is. All right, we're going to have to leave it at that. I'm Roger B. This has been Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.